Welcome to the weekly podcast of Sunday Morning Live, led by Pastor Denise Suttles. You are listening to our live Sunday morning fellowship. We air live every Sunday morning. Please feel free to join us via Zoom. The meeting ID is notated on our podcast page. Now turn with me, please, to Romans chapter 8, verse 28. We will be reading in the New International Reader's Version. While you are turning to our scripture passage, let me just say this. Excuse me. Have you ever thought of your life as just one continuous story that you are watching unfold like a movie from scene to scene? Well, if I am correct, and this life we are living is a saga, then who is writing my story? Who is the author? Am I making up these events as they unfold? And if I am not, then who is? And finally, how does my story end? Now, while you are pondering these answers to these thoughts, let's go to Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. Verse 28, we know that in all things, God works for the good, for those who love him. He appointed them to be saved in keeping with his purpose. I would like to use for a topic today, your story has a happy ending. Your story has a happy ending. When I'm filling out job applications or resumes and By the way, I have retired at least three times. And here I am again, working full time, just complete, just got hired, had to do the application and the resume thing. And I always, on my resume, I list my hobbies. And I put down for my hobbies that I love gardening. I love walking. I love cooking. And I love to read. I love to read. I watch very few movies. I figured since I'm a widow now that I would get into television. So I ordered Disney Plus and I ordered Netflix and both of them alone are like, you know, $7 a month. But I wasn't ordering any movies. I never got around to it. So I canceled both of them. I I don't watch much television and I have people in my ear saying, you know, you at least need to watch the news so you will know what's going on in the world. And I, I, I no, I don't watch the news, but I study the news. I read, okay? I prefer to read about it. In my old age, I'm getting so introverted. <laughs> Just give me a good book in a quiet room and I'm in heaven. So I just finished reading a chronicled book series titled The Huguenot Connection Trilogy by Paul C.R. Monk. It is historical fiction, which is the only genre that I typically read. If I'm not reading historical fiction, then I'm studying religion. So 
this trilogy that I just finished reading, oh, it was so good, is it's about a Protestant family that is torn apart during the end of the 16th century. And they are torn apart by King Louis XIV, who exiled anyone who would not convert to Catholicism. Oh my gosh. The whole family is separated. The husband is banished from France to the Caribbean and the wife is in Germany. The children remain in France with a relative that did convert to Catholicism. Mm. So I'm reading and reading and reading and finally get to a point. I'm almost done with the book. The wife ends up in London where the husband has sailed to from America and they are almost ready to unite. You guessed it, reunite. And the husband joins the army and is away fighting the Catholics in Ireland. And the husband and wife miss each other. Man, now I'm so stressed out and can't take any more suspense. So I, I turn to the last chapter. I hate to admit it, but I did. I went to the end of the book. I gotta know what happens. I can't wait any longer. The book does have a happy ending. It ends well with the whole family being reunited and they all end up in Ireland. Mm. But the husband has got a huge gash on his shoulder. His best friend that he left London with is dead. It ends well, but I got to go back to where I left off. I want to know what happened to the husband's shoulder and how did his friend die? But I was better this time because I know, I knew it had a happy ending. Another thing I like about a good book is the main characters seldom die. The author of the story is responsible to provide the reader with a good ending. The book series that I just finished, all my main characters made it through unbelievable tests and trials. Everyone else was dying, but not my main characters. Now think of your life as a story and God as the author. Knowing that God is the author of your story, isn't it hard to imagine that God would only write good details into your life? God is the author of your story. We, we forget that so often, that he has written out every detail of your life and that the story that he authored about us is used for his mysterious purposes. So often we treat our story like, like I did my last book. Mm. We, we wonder, how will our story end? Will our kids ever get it together? Will we, re will we remain single the rest of our lives? As we get older, will we contract a debilitating disease? Will life ever get back to normal after COVID-19? We act like detectives looking to the right and looking to the left for signs and clues of what will happen next. Wondering how is my story going to end? <clears throat> we just want to get to the end of the book already and avoid. We, we just want to skip over all the in-between chapters that are taking too long. Why is that? 
Do we think that God is withholding something good from us? Oh my gosh. Thank God I'm not the author of my own personal story. Your story is not an autobiography either. Our story is a biography of wisdom and grace written by God. And every twist and turn and event that God writes is good. Every twist of the plot is for our best. Every new character or unexpected event is a tool of God's grace. Each new chapter advances his purpose. Beloved, God knows how my story is going to end. Even before the new characters show up. God knows how everything is going to work out because he's the author of my story. By God's grace, I am finally learning that these chapters in my life that I would prefer to skip, that I would really prefer to skip over and go right to the last chapter, that they are there for a reason to develop me for my final chapter. Last week, Easter Sunday morning, oh, we had such a beautiful time at church, both services. We preached from Hebrews chapter 12. We put emphasis on another part of verse two, verse number two. The part that we did not put emphasis on, though, it says that Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. He is the author and will lead us to a happy ending that will also bring him glory. I have no need to anxiously distrust him and fear what is written in my chapters ahead. I can rely on God, my shepherd, to lead me to green pastures. Beloved, we are living our story right now. And we must wait. We must have faith until we get to the very last chapter. Even though in our impatience, we want to take the pen out of God's hand and write our own story. All the in-between chapters of waiting that we are trying to figure out what is going to happen next. They are there for a reason. They develop us and they deepen our love and reliance on the author, God. Hallelujah. Now, I mentioned that I love reading historical fiction. But to be honest, most of our stories will not end up in a history book. No one will probably write a historical fiction about any of us after we die. Most of our personal history will die with us, forgotten except for a few pictures and memories cherished by our close loved ones. Does that bother you? It really shouldn't. Because we are God's children and we are a part of a much bigger story titled God's Redeeming Love which is now your biography. I am grateful that God is writing my story. The stuff I come up with in my head regarding my future outcomes, 
The stuff I come up with seldom happens. Every twist and turn that God writes into our story is good. Every new character or unexpected event is a tool of God's grace. Each new chapter advances his purpose. I know I'm right. Hosea 14 and 9 says, whoever is wise, let him understand these things. Whoever is discerning, let him know them for the ways of the Lord are right. Mm. But, but how could they be anything but good? God is good. And that's all he can do is good. We have been invited to be a part of the best story ever written. The story of grace upon grace upon grace. And the very part is, the very best part of our story is that our story never ends. What's even better than that is that we can know the author. My fictional characters don't even get this opportunity to know the author of their story. We, however, do know the author and have access to him. We can know him in his story, which by his grace has now become our story. We can know him in history. We can know him because he is in us. God has made us his dwelling place. God lives in us through the Holy Spirit and by faith so that by that same faith that we use to ask him into our life, we can ask him by that same faith to show us where we are placed in his story. Beloved, no one may write an autobiography about you after you die. But you can share your story. In other words, your story needs to be heard. A good example of this is the woman at the well in St. John chapter 4. She had a horrible past. She had been with many men. I don't know if that's the reason she went to the well by herself at high noon when no one else was there. Because I'm making this up because she was tired of all the people whispering and pointing about her. But this particular time she went to the well and she met Jesus. He was sitting at the well and asked her for some water. And then she got in a conversation with Jesus and he told her, if you knew who it was that was asking you for water, you would ask me for living water. And she began to tell her about herself, all the men that she had been with. And then she said, sir, give me this living water so that I will never thirst again. I'm tired of coming to the well day after day for water that does not satisfy. After that encounter with Jesus Christ, she ran back to the city and told everyone, come and meet a man that told me all my business. Truly, he must be the Messiah. No matter where you are in your journey with Christ, 
No matter how dramatic or even ordinary your story may seem, someone can always be blessed by your testimony. And God will always be glorified. In other words, beloved, appreciate your story. Your story does not need to be compared to someone else's story. Your story is your story and your story is precious to God because he's the author of your story. Right now, you might only be in chapter three and the person that you are comparing yourself to is already in chapter seven of their story. You don't know how many twists and turns and tribulations and things that they had to go through when they were in chapter three. Rest in the knowledge that everything is that God is allowing in your life right now. It will have a happy ending. He will work everything for your good according to his purpose. God, in fact, has already worked it out. It's already done. The whole story, your whole story was already written by the seventh day of creation when God sat down and rested. Every detail that transpires in your life has already been completed and it is good. God is saying to you, it's already finished. It's already done. Just live one day at a time. And trust me, God can see the whole picture. He knows the end of the movie because he wrote it. He knows the beginning from the end. He is the author and it will always be good. Oh, but our story was not always good. Humankind rebelled against God. So many today that are listening to my voice, you are in rebellion against God Almighty. The very first man that God created, Adam, he told Adam, don't eat of the tree of knowledge of good and of evil or you will die. Adam did die. The very breath after he ate of this fruit, the very breath that God had breathed into Adam, Adam and God became separated and Adam's spirit died. And then Adam died a natural death. Beloved, our God is a just God who demands justice, but he is also merciful. We might define justice, the justice of God, as God's commitment to do what he said, or God's commitment to do what is right, or God's commitment to do what is just. God is a God who is characterized by justice and righteousness. It is utterly impossible for God to do anything that is unrighteous. He is characterized by justice. He is characterized by righteousness. He is characterized by equity in every way. But God is also merciful. 
And God's mercy is his compassion. Mm. So God is just and merciful. These two characteristics exist in God side by side. He who is God abounds in steadfast love. He who is God shows compassion to all of his people. He who is God forgives our sins. But how can justice and mercy both reside in the same being? How can God forgive sin, iniquity, and guilt and clear our guilty conscience? How can he have justice on the one hand and mercy on the other hand. They seem contradictory, but it is not a contradiction for God to be truly loving. He must be just. He must deal with our rebellion. Listen to me. God can be righteous and merciful at the same time, executing justice against sin and extending mercy to sinners. How? How can God be merciful and just at the same time? Because Jesus took the place of sinners, because Jesus became our substitute, because, beloved, the price of your admission into your story was the suffering, the death, the burial, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus Christ. In other words, he paid for your admission into your story. He conquered death so that by grace he could accomplish his story in your life. This is the story of your faith and your life. This is the story of redeeming love. <clears throat> this is the story of God's redemptive plan. This is now your biography. God authored this grand redemptive story. It is the greatest story ever told. Why? Because it does not end. It does not have an ending. Didn't I tell you your story has a happy ending? It has a happy ending because your story never ends. Your story, the, the one story you need to know, your story, the one story you need to understand and give your heart to. It is encouraging and life transforming because it is offered to you. Hallelujah. Mercy, redemption, and eternal life. Imagine a love story movie. A movie about a love story. I'm making this up. We are introduced to a young man who encounters a young woman and he falls in love with her. Now for the rest of the movie, he is resolving to know more and more about her and to get more and more involved in her life. We are resolving now to know more and more about God. Our story offers us life that never ends. 
Our story offers us justice through Jesus Christ and the gracious work of Calvary. Every day in our story, rather than complaining about the events that God allowed to come in your life, we need to thank God for the cross. We need to thank God for the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection, and thank him that he died for lost sinners like you and I. And in that great mystery of redeeming love, God found a way to pardon our sins and still did not relax his standard of justice. Your story has a happy ending. If you don't know Jesus Christ in the pardon of your sins, your story will not have a happy ending. If you are ready to repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart as Lord and Savior, let him write your story. Pray this simple prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I have done many things that don't please you. I have lived my life for myself only. I am sorry and I repent. I ask your forgiveness. I believe you died on the cross for me to save me. You did what I could not do for myself. I come to you now and I ask you to take control of my life. I give my life to you. From this day forward, Jesus, help me to live every day for you and in a way that pleases you. If you prayed that simple prayer with me, please contact me at 231-349-1046 as we speak with you about the first steps of salvation. God bless you.